Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they're keeping it the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Bugsy. This is Duel for Hip Hop Podcast, episode 65. When I tell y'all I'm super excited to be back on the MIC, I got the indie spotlight coming up, but I also want to let y'all know I got two co-hosts coming in, my girl Goddess Vibes and Rena Vera. They will be in momentarily after the indie spotlight, so make sure you stay tuned for that. We got a lot of topics to dive into from hip hop to relationships, so that's later on in the podcast. But I would like to start off the podcast with the indie spotlight. I got my boy, he's been waiting for a while, a couple episodes yeah, that man. couldn't go through, but we're here now. I yeah. get it done. I'm the guy to get it done, Mr. Get It Done. Your boy DJ Bugsy, I got my man Focus in the building. What yeah, it do? Yeah, yeah, what's up, man? What's good? I appreciate good, you coming man. through, I'm, man. I'm happy to be here, man. Finally. You know yeah, man? it took a while, Finally right? got here, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> got it done, though. You know yeah, saying? that's all that matters, bro. That's all that matters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, tell me, first of all, when did you start to want to be an artist? But tell me you're a pre-artist. Like, meaning what you do before you said, I'm going to pick up a pen and I'm going to write. What was you doing before that? Oh man, I was in I was in high school, man. Seriously? You know what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I started, okay. I started I started in high school. Um mm-hmm. Um, you know, me and my me and a couple friends, you okay. know what I'm saying, from the neighborhood. You right, know, right, right, usual, right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, absolutely. We all started together, started mm-hmm. rapping, we used to write together. Right. You know what I mean? Um yeah. we all shared a love for music. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um Right, right, right. That played a part into it. Okay. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, man, really just that, man. Just right. um, you know what I mean, the love for music and okay. seeing, you know, uh older mm-hmm. older guys in our neighborhood do it, you know right. what I'm saying? Like for so, instance, was it guys that that we know of or just your neighborhood specifically? Um, my pretty much my neighborhood. Okay. My neighborhood, yeah. But who was from Philly that you was looking at like, yo, that that guy right there? Um, my my era was pretty much like uh, I'm gonna say state property. Okay. They was probably like you know what I mean? The guys that we looked at, you know what I'm saying, and said, okay, they doing it. So, so you know what I mean? We feel like we can get busy. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Got to it. Right. Right. So, now, um, I'm sure you've been paying attention, and I'm sure we all been paying attention. Um, this past week, we, we we lost a real young one, 21, Juice World. What is your thoughts with um, being um, an artist, but at the same time, running away from your problems and self-medicating when it comes to drugs. What is your thoughts about that, his death, but also when you constantly see it on a consistent basis, Little Peep um, a few years ago, Mac Miller a few years ago, and then we lose Juice World. What's your yeah. thoughts on that? Um, it's it's crazy, man. It's, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's a sad situation, man. Right. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Anytime we, you know, mm-hmm. lose a young, talented brother, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's definitely a problem in okay. the community that we gotta, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we gotta address. Focus so. on, yeah, man. Right, it's it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, he was talented too. You know, what okay. I mean? Did you, you you was into his music or? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I was into his music. I liked the uh, the one song he had. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not I sure the name of. Yeah, it. right now I can't think of the but, name uh, either. But I know I like I like about. that joint. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. it's crazy, man. You right. know what I'm saying? I, you know. Right. So, what do you think about? Now Philly hip hop. Now we have Meek Mill, and he just was nominated for championships, a Grammy. Yeah. Do you think he deserve it? Yeah. Are you being? Would you think someone would might think you're being biased because you from Philly saying yeah. he deserve it, or no, you really I, feel like he deserve it? I, Why I, do you feel I, he? I feel it? like I feel like he should bring that John home, man. Hopefully he do. You okay. Know what I'm um, so I'm will it feel like the Eagles winning the Super Bowl and Meek get the Meek get the Grammy? I, I feel like it would be. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I feel like yeah. it would be opening the door, you know for what I mean? For, for Philly artists, yeah. Right. You know what I mean? I, I think they would take a look at us. Right. You know what I mean? In in, in a different uh a different you know, space. Have a, yeah, have a different perspective of right. you know what I mean, your you you know, typical Philly artist. So right. it's yeah. opening doors. I you know, I hope he bring it home, man. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I'm rooting for him. 
I am too, man. Um, because I feel like the last time that a Philly artist won a Grammy was EVE, and that's been right, some ages. Right, exactly. So we exactly. definitely need Meek Mill. But yeah. let let's introduce your song, man. Um, introduce your song. We're gonna play it now. So let's call all or nothing, man. It's on my uh recent project I just dropped, Rejuvenation Three. Okay. Um, featuring my man Molly McCoy. You know what I mean? Shout out to him too. You know what I mean? Okay, hold up, man. The song you sent me was you riding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but the same thing. Yeah, we we switched it. It's it's a different name, but okay. Engineer said under another. Uh, under okay, another okay, name, okay, so. okay. So you yeah, this is exclusive indie spotlight. My man, focus. Check it out. Hey, Ma, you ready, homie? Let's do it. Just trying to show you a good time, girl. Time of your life. Even you riding or you front, this the time of your life all or nothing. Yeah, even you riding or you front, this the time of your life all or nothing. Yeah, even you riding or you front, this the time of your life all or nothing. Yeah, even you riding or you front. This the time of your life all or nothing. Oh, uh, they, they turning up, she turning down. Turn yeah, down, she, she bought her business. Yeah. I love her cause yeah. she different. different. She dressed classy different. but still talk nasty. She I'm get a that. lot of attention but never pay attention. Broke niggas in her egg, yeah, you know they fishing. Buy a bottle with Moscato, tell me your ambition. Yeah. She work and go to school, school. and she play it cool. cool. Get her own money, you might be the one for me. Oh. What your life oh. like? Life. I'm trying to make life. it right. Yeah. I know you hear that all the time, but that ain't my type. Never. Cause you a Never. good girl, I need you in my world. Need, Keys to the safe, and let them haters hate. hate. Once I put hate. you in position, they can't take your place. Never. Style never. one of a kind, you'll never be replaced. Nope. When we make nope. love, she take me to a different place. Oh. She keep the D like it's hers, that's her best trait. Either you riding or you frontin', this the time of your life all or nothing. Yeah, either you riding or you frontin', this the time of your life all or nothing. Yeah, either you riding or you frontin', this the time of your life all or nothing. Yeah, either you riding or you frontin'. It's the time of your life all or nothing. Oh, it's the time of your life all or nothing. Stop fronting, call them out. I think they bluffing. They can't deal with niggas. They be singing David Ruffin. That money is the topic. Please start the discussion. She church going, homebody and love cussing. A meal cooker that adds softer than the muffin. Educated, bills paid, and a bread right. Oh yeah, the head right. Molly there at night. She a rebounding Molly on the boards. Locking number in, then you know I'm going score. Take it. Girl home, she gon' rob me like a fool. But once I, I kill am. a pussy, you can meet her at the mall. Yeah. Huh. Copy that. <laughs> ten, ten, I spit that old school game, Nintendo. Tell them haters 100 like the tempo. Too much smoke up in here. Can you crack a window? Either you riding or you frontin'. It's the time of your life all or nothing. Yeah, either you riding or you frontin'. It's the time of your life all or nothing. Yeah, either you riding or you frontin'. It's the time of your life all or nothing. Yeah, either you riding or you frontin'. This the time of your life all or nothing. Oh. This is Do For Hip Hop Podcast, and that last song you heard was my man Focus. Yeah. This is the Indie Spotlight, man. Yeah. I'm so excited to have him in the building, finally. But what I want to know from you, why did you feel like you had to go that route as far as the female route. Why do you feel like that's important as an artist to um, shine light or touch the females or give well, them that music that they can feel as opposed to the brothers? Right. Um, mm -hmm. I, you know, I always took a liking to versatile artists that can, you know, switch it up. You know okay. what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. If you listen to my music, my catalog, right. you know, you can see that, you know, I, I would consider myself to be a, a versatile artist. Okay. You know what I mean? That can yeah. pretty much do, do it know, all pretty talk on any topic any you know what i mean so, right yeah um mm -hmm. i always like to you know do stuff for the ladies i love i love the lady you know what i'm saying so I like he to like do stuff, you know? he like the fellas can wait yeah 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 you know i'm, I'm gonna do like stuff for niggas, the fellas too i'm gonna do them stuff niggas for the cool fella. but uh yeah. you know we we gotta focus on these ladies yeah, right yeah, now yeah, I feel yeah. that. you know what i mean you gotta have something the ladies can rock too man that's, you know what i'm saying true. you know that's you do true. it for the fellas too right but right Absolutely. you gotta have something the ladies can rock too 
So, all right. So, tell me where your space is at now. Are you actually working on a new project? You know, what's your plans for the holidays? You know, Christmas is coming. New Year's Eve is coming. What's your vision board looking like, bro? Like, what you got for 2020? The fans want to know. I want to know what's really really good. Right now, my man, Chef, King Chef, you know what I'm saying? He got a project out, Versatile 2. Make sure y'all go download that, man. It's on all platforms right now. It's dope. It's a dope EP. It's eight. Eight songs. Okay. All heat. I'm on like two joints on there. So Okay. Yeah, man. So, you know, go check that, that out. out. But um twenty twenty, man, we you know, we got a lot, man. We got a lot planned. I was just uh mm-hmm. I was just talking to you about, you know what I mean, the situation. Yo, man, that's that's yeah. a dope idea, you know what I mean? We were Yeah, just a live about, a live so. session. Yeah. Yo, like listen, that. man, we, we we gonna get this shit popping for twenty twenty. I just want y'all to understand, like, for the Door for Hip Hop podcast for twenty twenty is is looking real bright. I got, I got, a, I'm also want to let y'all know that a new co-host will be starring on 2020, January 5th episode. That's the first episode of 2020. And I'm so excited to bring somebody on board to be my counterpart. So it's going to get very interesting. And we're going to also start doing live shows. Like I said, any indie artist that want to get on the platform, all you got to do is hit me up at doorforhiphoppod at gmail.com. Make sure you send your professional photos and your music and I'll be in touch. It's just that simple. Just like how he got on his job. You feel me? Right, right, definitely. Yeah, so. Definitely, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate so you, so you going, so you going, so for twenty twenty, you going back in the lab and working on a new project? Yeah, yeah. I um, you know, I actually, I, I got some, I got some heat. I okay. got some heat ready. I but you don't heat. know when it's coming out. Next year. But you don't know next the exact year. It's, it's month. Date nah, it, it probably, okay. it probably, if if anything, I'll say it probably be the summertime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, around yeah, summertime. Okay. You know what I mean, so can't wait, man. Yeah, so yeah. you gonna come back up and do the show? And, oh yeah, and Most do definitely, drop man. the project and all Most that. Definitely, I got to. I got to. Okay. All right, before you go, man, give me your top five MCs of all time. Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say J. Number, number one. one. Okay. So number two mm-hmm. would be uh, Biggie. Okay, Biggie. Number three. Would be uh, Rock Him. Ooh, drop the bomb today. Rock Him a law, God MC. Number four would be I'ma say I'ma say Tupac. Tupac Shakur, the infamous, the immortal Tupac Shakur. Rest in peace. And number five, I'ma say Nas. And number five, one of my favorite MCs of all time, Nasir Jones, Nasty Nas, Nas Escobar. Well, it's a vibe, man. We're going to take a music break, and I'll be back on the other side with my co-host of the night. I appreciate you coming through, bro. Make sure you check out this episode 65. It drops on Monday, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, DJ Bugsy215 on SoundCloud, man. Keep it hip-hop. It's a vibe. That's a vibe. It's a vibe. That's a vibe, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a vibe. Oh, it's a vibe, and that's a vibe, yeah. That's a vibe. She want a vibe. That's a vibe, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a vibe. She want a vibe. That's a vibe. It's a vibe, yeah, yeah. Late night. Oh, it's a vibe. Let me slide. Oh, it's a vibe, yeah, yeah. Dim the lights Oh, it's a vibe, yeah Get high It's a vibe Oh, it's a vibe, yeah It's a vibe Don't you lie Your pussy dripping, gushing, dripping down your thighs It's a vibe Get high Digging deep while I'm looking in your eyes Vibe is the So I got the ambience, just where I want it And if you get paid, it's solely based on your performance My ego is enormous like my crib in California If you ain't got no heart, man, you're gonna need a donor Now 
I said I'm from the corner of the ATL. Yeah. Well, we got that clientele, avoid paper trails. Broke so many bells down that I'm shell shocked. A hell Glock sold rocks by the mailbox. Yeah. Got a vibe, make a yellow chick turn the neck. Got a vibe, make a cougar wanna spin a check. Got a vibe, make an Asian wanna botch. Got a vibe, make a Italian want Versace. Carbon copies get declined, I'm the pioneer Beat that pussy up, I need riot gear Any volunteers, gas in a zip lock Now that's loud and clear, this one out of here This is our year That's a vibe, that's a vibe That's a vibe, oh that's a vibe, yeah, yeah That's a vibe, it's a vibe That's a vibe, yeah, yeah It's a vibe, am I a type? Pussy tight, maybe I'll spend the night, yeah, yeah That's a tight, what's it, what's it, why? That's the type of shit I like, yeah, yeah That's a vibe, it's a vibe That's a vibe, oh, it's a vibe, yeah, yeah It's a vibe, yeah, yeah, yeah Put your headphones on You already know it's a vibe. It's your boy DJ Bugsy, Door for Hip Hop Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. If you want to take the visuals out, go to DJ Bugsy YouTube channel. Well, listen, my Brooklyn crew is in the building. Hey. It's been four years in the making. I got my co-host, Goddess Vibes, Hello. from Portland by the way of Brooklyn. She is poetic, she is fierce, and she's a queen. Uh, listen, when I tell you, we're going to get into all that in this podcast. And also, to my right, I got my girl, CEO of Prima Poetis Company, Rena. Hi. Welcome to Philly. Welcome to Do For Hip Hop Podcast. Thank you. I got two beautiful ladies, one to my left, one to my right. So let me focus on the topics. Let's get into it. So we're going to start off with double standards. And, you know, I know y'all all know about Bill Cosby, but y'all also know about Cardi B basically <laughs> coming out saying she broke, she took niggas money. She got trainees to rape these guys, but she didn't do no time. But Bill Cosby raped somebody 35 years ago, which I don't still don't believe he's guilty. And he's sitting and rotting in hell. So I want to know from y'all perspective as women, why do you feel that men, when it pertains to rape, get the hard book? But with a woman, she can come out and say it and don't get nothing. Why do you think it's like that? Is that a double standard? Sam, you want to? Um, I'm just going to say it's a double standard. And then I'm going to let Karina take over. <laughs> really? That's all you got? All right, let me see what all you right, so, so Let me see what you're going to say about this. All right, so from my perspective, okay? Um, as far as it being a double standard with a woman doing a pretty much a sexual crime and mm -hmm. a man doing a sexual crime, I honestly don't think there is a double standard, mainly because throughout history when we've seen women getting arrested and going to jail for pretty much having sex with like their students. Mm -hmm. Right? We see that we saw that a lot growing up in like the nineties and early two thousands. Okay. Um and that's because, you know, someone stepped in and actually said something. Now, mm -hmm. the situation with Cardi B, um, I think these men, the, the victims okay. that, you know, have been a uh, part of these type of crimes, they have not came out to say anything. Okay. And because of that, they can't pin that against her. Okay. Like, I think if someone actually came out and said, like, yeah, this did happen, right. then, yeah, she would definitely get in trouble for it because, number one, Everyone, I think I feel like honestly, mm -hmm. people do have it out for Cardi B. <laughs> okay. So it won't be hard for them to, you know, literally pin mm -hmm. that on her. But right. if no one comes out and say anything, okay. then they can't pin it on her. Mm -hmm. And it also, I think the men that that were victims of these crimes, they did not want to come out because initially it was supposed to be a prostitution sex exchange. Mm. So they probably feel like, oh well, dang, I probably either deserve it or I can't come out and say anything because 
initially I was trying to sleep with her for money. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay. um, I don't think there's a double standard with the Cardi B thing. I just think that she admitted it, mm-hmm. you know, pr- pretty much defending herself. Okay. And no one came out and said, well, yeah, it happened to me. She did do this True. to me. Now, as far as Bill Cosby, of course they threw him under the jail because number one, right. not only is he a black man, but his victims were white. Okay. So that right there, like, yeah. you're, you're automatically going to jail. Okay. So I think... Um, so if they was black, it'd be different? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Because, for example, R. Kelly, his victims were black. And Young. look how long, like, black with evidence, marriage licenses and everything else. Right. And look how long it took for them to even get him in the system right. for something so heinous, you know? Yeah. So I honestly just feel like there isn't a double standard as far as gender when it comes to, a, you know, a rape or a sex crime. Mm-hmm. It's just whether or not men are willing to say, yeah, this happened to me. Okay. And I do feel like the men should speak up when these things do happen. So. I agree with that. And I think they're ashamed to speak up, and that's the mm-hmm. problem. That's true. Now, what I would say, I think men get treated differently when it comes to the laws of the land, particularly family court, and I've been experiencing that where a man try to be the best dad he possibly can be, but when a woman speaks, what her speech is what count, but what I say don't count. No matter if I got a lawyer, it don't matter. It's just all about, so that part of it is like, come on now. Like, that definitely is a double standard. There is a double standard with um, familial um, court situations, especially, Mm -hmm. um, I know in Jersey, Right. It's it's definitely the laws, they tend to lean towards the woman. Mm -hmm much more um new york the laws tend to lean towards women much more like you literally have to be a mother like literally caught on like in the streets on right. crack or cocaine in right. order for you to get your kids taken away from you at this right. point exactly. so there are negligent mothers right. that are abusing the system when it comes to like the fathers especially mm-hmm. like if they're living in split households right. um which i do feel extremely bad for the dads that are trying their best right um and that's why you know i guess it just leads back to well, not leads back to, but I mm-hmm. think it's just more so know who you, know who it is that you want to have a kid with. <laughs> so that yeah. way we can avoid all these troubles. That's true. You know, because but I, sometimes people mm-hmm. show their colors after you had a kid. They don't show their that colors when you're well. actually laying in the bed with them. That's what you call a devil. I'm telling you. Sorry. That is a devil. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Sam. Speak if you on can, it. If you can mm-hmm. be that kind of person... All the way up until later, that's just crazy to me. I've experienced that. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> Sam is <laughs> Sam. <laughs> she on mute today. I'm preparing she, myself for my talk. My favorite topic. Oh, she's okay. Oh, oh, her favorite segment. Oh, the relationship up. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. On, See, I'm on. ready. I'm here. Like, uh, and listen. then on top Quiz of that, me. like, okay. I don't really keep up with the news, like, okay. pop news. But right. I'm here. I'm ready. And hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. hungry. And I'm hungry. <laughs> so hungry. another thing that came out, um, that it came across my timeline, Oprah Winfrey is doing a documentary um, about, um, oh my God, I, I texted to you. Yeah, yeah. About Epstein? Is it Epstein? No, it's not Epstein. Actually, it's let me let me pull it up. Let me pull it up because I want to be I want to be correct. Correct. I don't want to be <laughs> saying shit and it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Simmons. She's mm-hmm. doing a documentary on Russell Simmons and his sexual allegations. Now, this is the problem I have with Oprah Winfrey. It seems to me that she's attacking only black brothers. She had the whole Michael Jackson Michael, situation yeah. that That's came true. out and all that shit was a bunch of malarkey. And now you attacking Russell Simmons. It's just like, come on, Oprah Winfrey, for real, though. Oprah, what about Epstein? What about Weinstein? Oprah is to black men the way Mona Scott is to black women. And who? <laughs> And Can I, you elaborate? <laughs> that that was good. That was real good. She, oh, let me get let me get with she, that the most. <laughs> let me get with that. What, what are we doing with Mona now? Let me um let me sip real quick. Yeah, okay, sit. Yeah, before um, you get in your bag. Thesis. <laughs> Oprah is to black men what Mona Scott is to black women. Mm. They pimp out our black people for ratings mm-hmm. okay that's it and that's i know it. some of you guys love oprah but like let's be for real no for real though okay a, a lot of us are just tax write-offs to her sorry <laughs> <laughs> shots fired oprah 
And I don't give a damn how many billions you got. Don't send the Illuminati for me, Oprah. I'm just saying, I'm keeping it real. That was perfect. That was perfect. Yo, this shit is wild. I I completely agree, though. You want to elaborate or you just going to just hit with the agree? I agree. That's it? Yep. <laughs> Sam, listen, you about to, you coming over from Portland. You about to get in your bag. You I'm going to get in the bag. With the one oh, yeah, she's answer. about to get in her bag. Oh, she don't is? Worry. For that okay. Yeah. All right. So we're going we gonna to get to that. We ain't get to that yet. So right now, we're going to jump into, since we are in, at the end of a decade, what is your top 10? And y'all can do five and five and make it 10 because I, okay. I don't know if y'all got 10 or not. I don't know if y'all was prepared for 10. I got my mm-hmm. 10, but I don't know if you're prepared for your 10. The top 10 that. MCs of the decade. I'll Ooh. start with Sam. Man, can we just do one for one? What you mean? Let me see. You mean five mm. and then five? <laughs> come on, Sam. You ain't going to listen. You okay. Come always important can I one say rapper. just my favorite rappers? Like, they don't have to be famous famous or i mean you can throw one in there but you gotta throw somebody that somebody know like you can't you so know i mean we don't really know the portland like artists like that you feel me okay well you know mm-hmm. i do love drake okay i'm gonna put Is he drake number one <sighs> no <laughs> yeah. why not though he got the most i hits. feel like you're right but he got the most impact you're right. All that. He really do, though, honestly. Yeah. So. I mean, I guess, okay. Drake, right, Drake is there. Okay. Um, Who else do I listen to a lot? J. Cole, Kendrick. I mean, I'm just I definitely Kendrick. I would say Kendrick is number one, then Drake. Okay. And okay. then okay. J. Cole. Doable. Okay. Cool. And then um, mm-hmm. people are not going to like me for this, but <laughs> I love Dom Kennedy. Oh yeah, that that I don't care. What I told you that on to um Twitter, remember? Yes, because I went to go see him live, and you went to go see him live in Portland. Like, yes, yes, I that's my bro. Coast, right? Yeah, Kennedy. he from L.A. From he LA. was cool. He was cool with Nipsey. Yes, he was cool with Nipsey. Don him Kennedy. and Nipsey was close. And then of course Nipsey Hustle. Right. And then my friend Dante Thomas. He's from Portland, Oregon. Well, he's born and raised in Seattle, or he's from Seattle, but he's Portland, Oregon. Okay. Um, he's a really good rapper. Okay. And. I listen to him faithfully. Okay. So cool. cool. I'm, I'm just cool put that, that out there. All right. But yeah, those I would be. Those mm-hmm. are my top. Not necessarily fully in order, but right. Those are my top. That's your top. Okay. Okay. What about you? Hmm. MCs. Okay. So MCs of the decade. Mm-hmm. Um. I definitely, definitely have to give it to J. Cole. Yes. Um. Yes. Yes. For many reasons. Okay. He's educational. He's woke. Um, definitely raps from a spiritual level mm-hmm. and everything he does is just like, I feel like it's a reminiscence of like late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. They call him in a modernized Nas. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, crazy. Like so Nas, yeah. I definitely have to give it to J Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, like his, none of his music ever sounds the same. So that's no, why yeah. I definitely like, I admire him mm-hmm. to the fullest. Um, next will definitely be Drake. Mm-hmm. Only because I've been a fan of Drake since his backpack song. <laughs> oh, back in the day. Back in the day. Yo. Yeah. I've yeah, been a fan of Drake like, since Degrassi. Yeah, since Degrassi. So, um, <laughs> I don't go back Drake. that far. And, yeah. and I go back that far only because, like, mm-hmm. I remember it was, like, Drake and Nicki Minaj. I'm sorry. I know. Nicki, I know. Nicki been going through her moments, but... Mm-hmm. Like she definitely held down. <laughs> uh, she held down a lot mm. of like the beginning stages of the decade. So yeah. I would. You put Nikki in there? Absolutely. No. Not in order. But, but she's in there. She's in there only because of the work that she has done. And I think like before, and I could I could be honest. I did not like all her songs with just her on it until Mm -hmm. she dropped Pink Friday. I had to give her all her props for Pink Friday. I feel like it was real. It was emotional. Mm -hmm. She let it all out Out. in the most artistic way. So I definitely want to, you know, Mm -hmm. and on top of that, I admire her mixtapes and all her freestyles, everything. So she was, she's Mm -hmm. in my top 10. Um, Kendrick Lamar, straight up, straight up. Yeah, he on another level. Another level, like I 
absolutely admire him. Okay. Um, and on top of that, his um, his skills with rapping. It, yeah, it's, it's bar now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of um, Busta, mm-hmm. but yeah. like he has his own flow. But the the fast rapping, like Busta, yeah. Twista. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I admire Kendrick for sure. Um, he definitely flexes his his rap muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Hmm. <laughs> wow. I would say Fabulous. Oh Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Fabulous. The only thing that. is yeah, Fab. <laughs> Fab is on my list. There we go. I love Fab. Fab is doing his thing in the mixtape world and I oh, honestly yeah. feel like he puts out his I'm best work. I'm glad you work. brought that up mm-hmm. because I want to know from y'all not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. what do you feel his best mixtape series is? Ever. Um, Summer shootout. No. I like that. I like it, but it ain't better than the one I'm thinking. Which one? You Let me see what's crazy? what you... Back in the day, there was mm-hmm. a mixtape that I used to run back to back to back, and I don't remember the name. Soul Tape? Mm-hmm. Maybe it was Soul Tape. I like Do Soul you know the song? Um, That's the thing. Like, I was trying to find it so I could like be like, yeah, this All right, is so it. he used to have, um, oh my God, what's that song? When he talk about the thick girl, Slim Thick, it was on there. Slim Thick was on there. Slim Thick. No, I think it was before that. Because I was a little bit. So younger. it probably was Soul Tape One. Because he had Soul three. Tape one. Yeah. But I, I think, think that's what Soul it was. Tapes is his best mixtape series. To In me. General, yeah. Like Summer mm-hmm. Shit Out was cool, but something about that Soul Tape. I mean, every track it is was just, he yeah, just was that was in like his, his gangster series. Yeah. Like, cause <laughs> I used to play, I used to be like, yeah, I'm about to go to work, get this money. Mind <laughs> you, I'm working in like Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks. This is like, yeah, I'm like, I'm about to go get these tips. You feel me? Like, I'm about like, to make the best coffee ever. Like, yo, like, <laughs> yo. that's the spirit. Yo. All right, so let me run down my top 10. Number one for me is J. Cole, bar none. And the reason why I picked J. Cole, because J. Cole is a type of artist that can just rap just with him and he don't need nobody to shed the light. And that's what I like about artists that don't have heavy features. Yes. I don't like artists that got a feature on every song. I can't stand yeah. that shit. Mm-hmm. And J. Cole always holds his own. So that's why I got to give him number one. Number two is Kendrick Lamar. Number three is Drake. Number four is, you know, my home favorite, Meek Mill. Mm. Oh, yes. Meek. I Meek like is Meek. up there. In yeah. my time. I like Meek, yeah. He's up yeah. there. And I got to give it to Nicki Minaj. And now, Nicki Minaj, I kind of like became a fan late because I always felt like Nicki Minaj stole Little Kim's style. And I could mm-hmm. never give her praise. So it was a bias type of thing? Was it biased? Or? Uh, it wasn't biased. It just was like, yo, I seen that look before. You, you, you got me oh, going okay. in circles. So it didn't, make yeah. you, it didn't make you listen to her because of like her look? Her look and just even her flow, like some of her cadences, just like I heard this before. But then she grew on me, and then I started check, paying more attention. I'm like, oh yeah, then this she chick. found her own style. Yeah, yeah after yeah, after but a while, everybody kind of picks up style from people. And, That's true, you know? but sometimes but I sometimes feel like it was, was a little like bit straight. Extra, Copy. extras. Yeah, it you was, know what I mean, it was. Uh. I think it would. It and she never felt really gave Kim her props. Actu- mm-hmm. If she actually said, "Hey, like." Kim is my idol. This is why. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's I think that's that. what everyone was looking, looking for, for, and she never did gave it. that. Mm-hmm. You know? She never did. And then after that is my nigga Rick Rose. You mean? Uh. Yeah, he's still doing his <laughs> thing, actually. Big boss Rick Ross. Hey, right now you rocking with the hottest guys. DJ in Let him know, Ross. Let's Let go. So then it's Wale. Then it's yes. Future. <gasps> Yes, then it's little Wheezy. Can and the I reason why I got to give it to Wheezy. Future. Yeah, I'm going to tell you why I got Future. But the reason why I got Wheezy, because without Wheezy and Young Money, it wouldn't be no Nicki. It wouldn't be no yeah. Drake. And they hold 90% of the hits of hip hop. So without Wheezy, it wouldn't be Drake and Nicki. So I got to put Wheezy in it. His influence alone is on another level. He influenced Young Thug, mm. Little Baby, Gunna, you name it. He did it. All the so, purse holders. Copy. Yeah. Yes. And then I got to give it I got to give it to Kanye Yeezy. You know yes. what I'm saying? Kanye yes, Yeezy has is, been holding it down. I know a lot of people but... don't really like his who he picked as a wife and just his, his antics to Trump that. shit. He support Trump, but <laughs> I still fool with Kanye. His gonna... art. Just his art. Yeah. Not his political views. You got to okay. separate the two. Yeah. And the reason why I put Future because... As a DJ and as a as a person that love hip hop, I'm not a big fan of his flow. But when it come to club bangers, you can't do a DJ set without That's playing true. a Future record. That's true. That's true. You just I can't. used to listen to Future faithfully when <laughs> starting when he dropped that 1000 mixtape, right? And then Dirty Sprite. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he influenced. He had a big, yeah, a big. I'm gonna add Wallace to my list. Um, what's the Wallace girl name? She needs to break his heart so he could drop like some more good hits. Um, who? Um, who? 
Um, Why do I feel like I know who you talking about? Um, what's his name's daughter? Oh, Sierra. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Who he's messing? Lori Harvey. Yeah, he went Lori, Lori Harvey. Harvey. Yeah, yeah. He went back. Well, he, yeah, he went back to her. So, Lori, if you see this, please break his heart so he can like drop some more like. <laughs> wait, you who? Know? Wait, who Yo. was she with again? I thought she was with Future. That's crazy. I didn't know that. She was with everyone. <laughs> yeah, she was with a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, she, she was with her, Trey. Huh? She was with she Diddy. She her best life. She cute. Wait, P. Diddy's son, P. Diddy. That's crazy. Yep. Trey. She get around. Mika, I don't Now, Jordan her. Woods came clean because her lie detector test said that she didn't fuck Tristan Thompson. So that Bitch, was a good thing. Oh! I knew that. So she not on whole mode. She ain't on whole mode. I already know how See? that situation Now I could like her in full because after that, I ain't going to front. I did follow her. Yeah. Well, she was wrong mm-hmm. for going to his house. Like, you should have yeah. went to that mm-hmm. fool's house. But yeah. I knew he made a move on her. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, of course, them Kardashians tried to flip it on her like she was a bad guy and all that stuff. Yeah. Thankfully, she had a good platform yeah. with her Uncle Will and them. So that's yeah, good for her. Did. But I knew she did not mess with that man. I just figured, you know. Yeah. So let's let's talk about relationships. So this is where oh. Samantha does talking now. He wants me to talk. <laughs> Juicy, y'all. Yeah. All right. So, Samantha, I'm going to let you start the first topic. I know you had issues in your past. and Oh, child. So, talk about dating and having any kind of relation with a narcissist. Ooh. And I got my thoughts on that. So, I'm going to let you go first. Um, Dating a narcissist. I dated a narcissist. Um, mm. Shout out to you because you taught me great lessons in life. But mm-hmm. it's like that person is going to always make every single thing about them. Like, okay. every. do I need to look this way? Yeah, please. <laughs> no, I just feel like mm-hmm. everything is about that person. Like, okay. you're, you're going to tell this Self-absorbed. person. Self-absorbed? Yeah, you're going to tell this person how you feel mm-hmm. about what they're doing to you, and then they're going to be like, well, you know, it just hurts my feelings that you would think that I would do this and do that. It's just toxic. I recently... Mm. You know, just got out of a toxic relationship okay. at, like, the end of September. I had to actually, like, move out while that person was at work. This person was wow. very toxic. They were hiding the car keys from me so I couldn't leave the house. Damn. You know, cussing me out pretty much. Calling your name. Yeah, like, he never called me, like, names, names. But, you know, he would, like, one time he called me a stupid ass. And I was just like, all right, whatever. So. Right. Um... Mm, yeah that was hard for me but it's just like Mm -hmm. i just feel like it's very important that when you see red sign red flags right pay attention Mm -hmm. like i know somebody that Mm -hmm. you know uh, let me not say it you don't gotta say names but people you need to let people know because a lot of young girls go through this (laughs) yeah and they need to hear your story they need to know if you know that you're in an abusive relationship and it doesn't have to necessarily be like physically abusive if you know that you're in an abusive relationship whether it's physical mental emotional whatever like Mm -hmm. get out because that shit will damage you and these dudes out here that are trying to like control you through Mm -hmm. their own manipulation like it's not okay like just because it's verbally abusive or mentally abusive emotionally abusive now like Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that it won't end up being physically abusive because that's how they get to you first yeah there there were things in my past relationship that you know got physical but that person was drunk so they didn't remember you know what i'm saying so it's it's still not an excuse though yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and like i never really got an actual Mm -hmm. apology up until like months later so okay yeah it's a lot but so let me ask you this. So how do you recover from the damages that a previous relationship do and not look at a guy? Because I remember the famous song about Music Soul Child, Previous Cats. Yes, and I, I always explain to a woman that just because that man did that, mm-hmm. you're going to miss your blessing because you think all men do that. Mm. Now, how do you get over that hump and look at, a man in a different light as opposed to looking at a man for what you experienced? I would say me personally right now, it took like Mm -hmm. a lot of praying, meditating and understanding that I'm not the reason that that person is the way that they're like, I'm not the reason for how they are. And a lot of times I used to blame myself as of, 
you know, as to like, okay, he's treating me like this because I'm not doing this. Like mm -hmm. he would come home from work and he'd be like, you didn't cook me dinner. And I'm just like, but I'm not obligated. I don't, I don't feel like as a woman, like I'm obligated to do that stuff. But I would say like a lot of meditation, prayer, and like mm -hmm. knowing yourself, like right. learning yourself, understanding that you're not the reason, you're not the cause. Right. Um, loving yourself more. I had to really learn how About to love myself more. Okay understand yeah. myself know yeah. myself so right. i would say mm -hmm. self-love is the it's cure right. and i'm automatically a genuine person so just because one person does me wrong mm -hmm. like i always have hope for the future and the future person like i never mm -hmm. say like oh i can't do this because i don't trust men because of my past relationship i say hey i was in a toxic relationship before mm -hmm. and i have these certain specific trust issues from that relationship but, but you let them know that i'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt mm -hmm. and like i hope that you prove me wrong and Right. That's just how mm -hmm. I see it. But that okay. relationship for me was just right. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> well, you made it. You were surviving. You made it through. But I, I just want to say this too. You know, a lot of people need to realize is that the warning signs always want in the center of attention, mm -hmm. self-absorbed, self-centered, zero percent interest in your life, extreme self of entitlement emotional needs so i think people that are like that didn't get those emotional needs met when they were kids mm -hmm. so they travel all the way up to their adulthood and they be trying to get it from you and you know be so like it's all about me so you got to give it to me 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 That's and what I like what about you 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 know what he I'm has saying? all these so, female best friends that he depends on he depends on them and their family to like be there for him and i'm just like right. you need to be there for he yourself lacking. he lacking you need He's to lacking. learn how right. to be there for yourself and get right. over your past traumas fight your demons and i remember one time he told me that it's not easy to be with someone who has demons but like you can't get rid of demons and i'm like yes you can yes, yes you, you can. can with counseling so knowing that and you we have run that from mindset, counseling if they could come they could go exactly like, yeah. like knowing that you have that mindset that means that you don't want to get rid of them you just right. want to keep being a crutch to people and like right. you want to keep depending on people emotionally to fuel your ego and i don't have time for that i'm not going to sit up here and tell you you're a good person when i don't think that you are like if you Right. You're treating me the way you treat me and like mm -hmm. you treat the other women in your life the same way, then like to me you're not a good person and right. that's just what it is. I tried to be forgiving, mm -hmm. I tried to be his friend, like right. none of that shit works. Like so I was like, fuck so it. So why do you think men sometimes feel I'm gonna ask you this, why do you think sometimes men feel like they own you once they get you to a mm. certain level in a relationship? Tell them um, because they're lacking something that they were missing from their childhood, period. Just like you said, um mm -hmm. when it comes to women mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I feel like men try to at least keep that one woman that is weak enough to pretty much fold. Mm -hmm. right. So that way, if they step out on her or they treat her bad, they say the wrong things, that's that one woman that they know they, they don't need to get rid of. Right. Because they know that every other woman might just. Right. You know, they know that other women are, are knowledgeable of red flags right. so they look for the women that, that the same not. way that they are holding on to that woman and making sure that she doesn't get away she is also holding on because she doesn't even know herself mm -hmm. so that becomes a pretty much like two halves coming together rather than two whole people coming together to make a relationship yeah so that's the toxic you know portion of right why i think men do that okay. and i could say that i relate to it because you know, in my early 20s, I was in a super toxic relationship mm. and all the signs were there, but I waited for confirmation and the confirmation came after I already done had a kid and everything. So mm. I was uh, going against my red flags. I was going right. against my feelings and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And um, it wasn't until like those that pretty much that pressure closing moment where once I found out about mm -hmm. the cheating right. and I tried to leave, it got really violent. And yeah. that's when I said, no, I don't, I don't love you. Like, I literally said that out loud. Like, I don't love you. Right. And from there, I, the cheating was like the last straw. And I was able yeah. to now start finding myself. And it took me a while. Like, mm -hmm. but I had to become whole. So that way right. I could know now mm -hmm. whenever I do see a red flag yeah. in a guy that, that says, oh, you know, 
why aren't you answering my calls or mm-hmm. you need to be where I'm at and da da da. I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. Right. Like yeah. straight up, I'm not doing this. I'm not gonna get into it. Yeah. So that way, it makes it hard for me to leave because you're not gonna feed it. Right. Yeah. Right. Feed I the feel monster. like people that are missing something, they latch on to anything, and yeah. including the weaker person. And right. That's, and that's the part that's scary because you don't even know that you're weak. Mm-hmm. That moment in time, I didn't love myself. I didn't know how weak I was until now. I look back and I'm like. I took all of that, like you know. Yeah. So it's right. it's very yeah. um, like I said, it's men that are missing something. Whether mm-hmm. they probably were missing a mother figure or a loving mother figure, mm-hmm. um, men that were the abused, father, yeah, you know, they were abused in the household. Mm-hmm. Um, men that were abused by sisters. Sometimes mm-hmm. you know, there's an older sister and she just does the most. Right. So now he takes it upon himself to like get revenge by seeking it through. A the women that he, he deals with, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's um, it's very scary, but you know, like mm-hmm. like like Samantha said, and like mm-hmm. I'm saying, once you see red flags, and you know what red flags are, anything that don't make you feel good, even right. if it seems petty to you, if it does not make you feel good, yeah. walk away because there's someone right. that's going to make you feel good, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. If it doesn't Absolutely. make you feel good, you need to walk away. Facts. I well, I want to pull up the morale in here because, you know, it's, it's a little low. So I think I need to go to my 90s bag real quick. <laughs> hey. Follow me no 
Bossy Bank, who no fry your hair, cut your bank in a boom. I'm in a hair, cut your bank in a boom, 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 boom. Fry your hair, cut your bank in a boom. Fry your hair, cut your bank in a boom. I'm in a miracle of international. To kill a DJ, me do a pass. Listen. Go memory lane. Go memory lane. Memory lane. <laughs> I did have one more topic. I don't know if we want to talk about it. Ew, though. I snorted on. All right, what, what what was it? What you what you got? You, it, so, yeah, Samantha up? and I were discussing, right? <laughs> I feel like I know what you're about to say, sis. I got a topic too that just popped on the top of my head. When you said that, a new topic ain't even on the list. But you bring up yours first, and I'll bring up mine. All right. So my topic was right. Mm-hmm. Men believing that relationships are a female trait. Amen. When it's not. Okay, yeah. Elaborate. So why so what it so what is the narrative to you based on your history and where you from and how things been going for you that mm-hmm. make you feel that way? Okay. So um when I look at relationships, right? And mm-hmm. I think because I've gotten to like a way more mature level of thinking mm-hmm. and I realized that um and I'm a I'm a Bible reader. I like to read the Bible. I know a lot of people don't like the Bible. Mm-hmm. But um one thing I noticed right in the beginning in Genesis, right? It says that it is not good for a man to be alone, right? So mm-hmm. he made a woman for the man. Okay. And um I started realizing that mm-hmm. men are never really alone. Like, they always form some sort of relationship, whether it's flirting, texting, you know, having casual sex, Mm -hmm. um, or having a relationship. And women don't? No, no, no. Not saying women don't. (laughs) Okay. But, because we were made to fulfill that. Yeah. You guys need it. We were there to fulfill Fulfill it. it. Okay. And um, I had a discussion with a friend of mine, and he was like, oh, you know, I don't really care about that love stuff, and da-da-da. And I'm like, okay, but you are surrounded by females. You right. have mm-hmm. sex with females, you talk to females, you flirt with females. Mm-hmm. You like I don't I don't I, and I said to him, when was there ever a moment that you were actually single? Mm. Like mm-hmm. when where is a where was it where was there a moment that you never actually okay. entertained anyone? And okay. I think when you, when men hear the word relationship, mm-hmm. they think it's something that only the woman wants and mm-hmm. okay. oh it's only when um I'm ready to give it to her. But right. you surround yourself with different forms of relationship. The problem isn't the relationship. The problem is commitment. Mm-hmm. And a lot of men aren't mm-hmm. ready to commit, but okay. they want the relationships in different women. So yeah. that's why I said to Sam, I was like, why do these guys think that relationships are a female trait when they're the ones that pursue women nonstop? If you don't get one thing from one, you keep that one, but you get another one to give you something else and then something else and then something else. You know what I'm saying? So, do and you think I, all men like that? No, I'm not saying all men okay. are like that because, okay. um, like, shout out to my best friend. She just got married. Her mm-hmm. um, husband was single for a year, no dating, no entertaining, no nothing. And then when they got, you know, when they linked up, mm-hmm. you know, um, he let her know, like, hey, I wasn't even dating anyone or anything like that. Right. You know, he told her about his situation and everything like that. And when they got together, he already knew automatically he was in love with her. He knew he that's, that's who he wanted to be with. Mm-hmm. That is who he wants to make his wife. Okay. So there are men that are like that. There are men that do stay single, but that means they're entertaining no one. Mm-hmm. And I had so to So let me that ask down. you a question. So you feel mm-hmm. like you value a man's character is if he's able to do what he did. No, no, no. I value men, period. Because I need to value men. Men, right. men I put men on a pedestal of protector, provider, and okay. then in general, you need to lead. So right. I always look up to a man first, and then anything that you do that degrades yourself, I then de- maybe devalue that way. So when but you text, you say king? You, sometimes I sometimes say handsome. The, some, it depends on the man. No, it just it depends. depends on my mood. But oh, hey. mood. I I respect <laughs> men first, and okay. if they show me otherwise, then, then it decreases. It decreases. Okay. So like I said, because I love men at the end of the day, like I love. And I like, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that was real smooth. So what we love right? you. Right, right. That's how they get you. So That's hear, how they get you now. Let me hear, let me hear <laughs> your input on that, Samantha, about men and dating and. I mean, if you look mm. on social media, okay. it's mainly 
men that are like, oh, I want a girlfriend or I need this. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. Like, come yeah. on now, because most of the time, and uh, I'm not saying all women, but most of the time women are out here saying men are trash. But most of the they're time, not. which they're not. Right. I don't feel like men are trash, mm-hmm. but okay. a lot of the times, more times, men are wanting a relationship. Mm-hmm. They are right. consistently pursuing, mm-hmm. always pursuing. But like, what about when you get a woman? But what about when you give? They just want to pursue you because they're bored. But what about when the woman is giving a cold shoulder, or the man got to keep being persistent? Men have rosters. They have rosters. They freaking have rosters. They enjoy the cold yes. shoulder because they know they're gonna call someone else. And I'm not saying that there's nothing wrong with that. If you have no, no commitment, there is nothing wrong with that like but i i have no problem okay. against anyone mm-hmm. that see multiple people not at all because there is no commitment so you are allowed to do whatever it is that you want to do as long as you're not married and once you're married then you know there's a there's a respect level you should not cross that boundary okay but um yeah i feel like men have a roster so they enjoy the cold shoulder if you give them a cold shoulder they're going to go to the next person and you know they're going to well this brings up this is not my topic but this (laughs) brings up another question Mm -hmm. do men and women have lists meaning lists of people that they would love to combo with take out yes you have a list no I'm not a Southern Belle. (laughs) Southern Southern Bells usually have a roster they have a man that that they could call for food, a man that they could call to go on dates, a man that they could call to go on expensive dates, helicopter rides, um, a man to take them shopping. Like Southern Bell, that's still a list, definitely. Though. Yeah, I'm not Southern Bell though. I don't have a list. I don't even date. So it's like, but well, why but, you don't got a list though? I don't get that because I'm not interested in dating at the moment. So I mean, and even if I was interested in dating, a, I don't, don't really, I never really did the list thing. But yes, there are women that. But actually, you don't have no interest in no man. Okay. Come on now. My brother I got like two in. crushes. Okay, you do? <laughs> you got two crushes? Yeah, just, yeah. Brooklyn's hey, hold finest. on. I know one. Brooklyn's finest? But I know nah. the two. <laughs> Not Brooklyn's fan- mm. finest, but, you know, I got like Bronx two. Bronx finest? Queens, Harlem? Sometimes they act like All right, they're, they're from Brooklyn, but. Okay. Tell did you Did you ever show, like, like an inkling as you. Yeah, like, I like a picture. Like, okay. Or I like, like, two pictures, and, like, I'll laugh at, like, a story. And but no just, DM action? Right, no action. Like, they'd be like, they, I laugh, and they'd be like, LOL. I'm like, okay, well, then I'm done. I'm sh- I shot my shot, and that, like, I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, uh, you playing. See how you want to play? <laughs> but, yeah, no, I've actually. Um... <laughs> Yo, you funny as shit. <laughs> she is. <laughs> Yo. That's why she my friend. Well, that's All right, the so my question is a little, a little more than just meets the eye. Let me before just... you, before you say your question, okay. can I just say somebody, my brother Pop on my live said, mm-hmm. sometimes men act like they want a relationship because they can't tell women their exact et- intentions. Which mm. is, that's still a relationship. It's a relationship without commitment. You hear that, Pop? She said that's it's still a relationship. relationship. It's a relationship commitment. without commitment. So if you just want sex, sex is a form mm. of relationship that you will ultimately receive from one person when you choose your wife. Mm. But you still want that. There are women that literally mm-hmm. go single for years, like no dating, no talking, and that's mainly because maybe and because they of vanity. Celibate. No, yeah. not even celibacy. Sometimes it's just vanity. Like they go mm-hmm. single because no one is interested in them. Mm-hmm. And women are like that. Okay. I even had a period. Men are too. Right? I had a couple periods like that where no one was interested in me or maybe I didn't think so. And I was celibate for like eight months, okay. a year. Right. No talking to anyone. So okay. Women, women that. go single, right. and the men that do go single and wait for their wife, usually they're mm-hmm. God-fearing men. You know, right. they they wait for a wife, and then you know they do their thing. I'm not saying that yeah. those mm-hmm. men don't exist, right. but most men don't go single. To go single is isolation, and a lot of people don't have isolation. So okay. I can agree with that. I want to say Am something I? real okay. quick. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I love you guys, but I just have to say the difference between, because like you were saying earlier, you Mm -hmm. read the Bible, and Mm -hmm. I read the Bible sometimes still too. So Mm -hmm. when people say that they're practicing celibacy, celibacy is when you are saving sex completely until marriage. Mm -hmm. When you're practicing abstinence, that Mm -hmm. means that you are Mm -hmm. saving yourself for the time being until you are ready to be with someone that you know intimate. you want to be intimate, intimate with okay. long term. This so I just want right to put that out there question. because 
some people will be like, oh, I'm, and I used to be like this. I used okay. to be like, I'm celibate, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I would end up in a relationship Having, yeah. and have sex. But it's like celibacy is specifically practicing not For having marriage. sex. Mm-hmm. You, you're saving yourself until marriage. So people mm-hmm. out there, I see y'all on my live. If you're celibate, you're practicing abstinence. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but no, I that brings me that to my there. next question. I'm with the shits. This is a no filter. Hey, podcast. Is sucking dick necessary? You said it's what? Nope. Sucking dick. I necessary. don't do it. Why? Yep. You heard me. My ex suck my wiggly dick. <laughs> Why though? I've because, done it before. Okay, yes. but not your ex. Uh, because. It I only do Ew. it for only well my baby father of course because I have a baby father I have a baby <laughs> for him and um only him no and the okay. guy that you really gives likes. me like really dope sex yes he he gotta get it like it is what it is like I'm just <laughs> I'm very sensual like my husband will love me like he really would but yeah so it's like right yeah for me it's yeah. not necessary but, but I do you think men want it. Want it really want it like a man is not really going to say here go my dick like <laughs> a man wants a woman they to wake say, up to head i've, I've that, heard that, that but not only that they want to just be chilling on a sunday watching the game and then all of a sudden you giving them head <laughs> wait that's a fantasy or like is that something that's like a strict a restriction like no like i don't know what are you saying <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, listen. I want to know what you're it's saying, not, to be it's, honest. <laughs> you're saying that, that that men want to receive head while just watching the game? Or? I think men want head that they don't see coming. I know I do. Oh. A.K.A. men want to wake up to head. Can you please pass me the crackers? I'm hungry. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Thank I'm you. Crackers. Men want to wake up to head. This but that's fine. And then some men like car head, too. Like, you know, it's different. Yeah. Places where See, you got to do that's it. That's for the person that gives me like the dope sex. sex. You know? Yeah. So long as they yeah, give you the got, dope sex, they get. Kind, like, they I get don't that. Give <laughs> Even if it's dope sex. I don't give it. Okay, I'm gonna tell you guys this. Yeah, well, tell me My, this. Like, what you mean? Because well, what if a guy want to keep giving you head, but I and you don't want to take the head, I but you ain't receiving I look. Why? What's okay. wrong? If what if a man <laughs> you know, just want to keep eating you know your what pussy? I did you in relationships where it's not required. Like I did in a Muslim for like two years, and they don't believe in that. Like Muslim men. Well, oh yeah, I know about Muslim, but I'm talking about a regular dude. Okay, just want to keep the going dude down after on that. He shout out put to your you, body Taurus. on the table, mm-hmm. eat your pussy. He didn't like, like getting head either, so I didn't have to give head. And my ex, I mean, he was I like, never, he used I to always complain. I don't get that. Oh, don't, right, I don't I get a man that don't like head. That shit is weird. Well, my honest. ex wanted head, but I'm like, I I'm don't never going to be in a relationship where I don't get head. That's just see, me. I I could be honest, right? I did not enjoy giving it before until I had real like until I started having sex where I could have an orgasm. That's when I enjoyed it. Like I was just like, oh wow. It's like I don't know for some reason the chemistry right makes me want to <laughs> do okay. more. Right. That so I, can I think agree that's with. what that is because. All right. So if you get an orgasm, then you're gonna change your pitch. I've had orgasms. <laughs> no, but I'm saying you need that for you to do the dope head. Do you feel like I didn't want to get my ex head because I knew he was cheating on me? Well, that's uh, different. I'm talking about you know a loyal nigga. I'm talking about a loyal nigga. I know that a loyal dope. one. I know a loyal man. And right. A dope I might nigga. give him head one day. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be a year later. <laughs> it might be day. after we get married. Oh, but all right. I understand that. I, will I respect give, that. I will, I will most likely give him head one day, but I've never been in a position where I had to give head. I've given head out of experiment and experience, mm-hmm, right. you know? Mm-hmm. But do I enjoy giving head? I don't think you enjoy it. I can tell you don't really. No. No, yeah. But will I enjoy giving but head you to enjoy my husband? When, but you enjoy it when he do it. I don't really enjoy getting head either. I'm weird, I know. I don't feel like... No, no, you I don't know what well, it is. You know why? getting head. Oh, God, my mom's going to listen to this. No, <laughs> I think it's... No, I think it's down to what the fuck they doing. 
No, no, no. I, I think, think I the last person that gave head me head, be, he knew what he was doing. Head has to be very emotional for you to enjoy yes. it from both perspectives. And that's well, what I'm saying. You wasn't into bull like old, that then. I'm, I wasn't, and I hope he don't. That's why. I hope he not on live because he yeah. followed me on Instagram. But oh, shit, he followed <laughs> you on Instagram. Oh fuck no. Oh no. Oh no. But like my thing is. <laughs> My no. thing is, is like, this is important at this age. Like what? We're all 30 and up. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody's 30 and up over here. Yeah. At this age, I don't want to be dealing with anybody sexually that I don't have feelings for. Because like right. the feelings change they the way change. You, you want to have sex. Honestly, right. like I yeah, said, like, like I didn't start enjoying giving head until I met someone that literally could please me and sexually. treat you good. Like, right. So I right. think like. That exchange, mm-hmm. you can tell that head is something that you have to like love the person, or the person has to like love exactly. your body right. in order for you to want to enjoy that experience. Because I did not enjoy that experience before. Yeah, it was like I don't know. Before mm-hmm. it was painful and just I was just like grossed out. And then now I'm like, well, shoot, like right. lay, lay your ass down, like the whole time. <laughs> yeah. like, like if you if you shit. treat me good, I'm so Brooklyn. If you I'll treat me good Brooklyn, and we have a good shit. connection, because uh-huh. I'm I'm okay. I'm gonna bring my zodiac sign. I'm a Cancer, and I like to be y'all loved. loyal. And we're loyal and we're loving. Yeah, and y'all, it's just like, I think I love to have an y'all emotional are homebodies connection. too. Yeah, sometimes. y'all laid back. Yeah, I'm laid back for the most part. Right. I just I just need to have that emotional connection with you before right. you, you see my freaky side. Right. If we don't have that and you lame and you give me small talk and then you want to mess around, like, I'm not dealing with you, period. Mm-hmm. That, and that's I how s- that. most guys are these days. They want to give you small talk. Mm-hmm. Like, you expect me to catch feelings through a fucking text message? <laughs> Yo, that's no. another thing I don't get. Like, why no. do women feel like... I, this is my last question because we about to get up out this joint. But why do you feel... I don't get this. Me, personally, I'm a talker, so I got to talk to you and FaceTime you. I can't text you like that. Like, I feel like early on, women just want to text all day. Oh, I just got to wear it. Oh, I got to take a shower. Oh, I got to make a... Oh, oh... No, like I'm like no, like I that shit is still for the birds. Like any woman that want to text early on all the time, you automatically I'm 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 fleeing you. Like I'm I hate good. texting all day every day to be honest. Facebook, like I'm not a typist. I didn't go to school for typing. Like this mm-hmm. is not what we about to do. Either we going to talk on the phone like old time sake, or we going to Facetime one when, of the two. When women are texting all the time, it's a it's a subliminal like subconscious t- um test. So pretty much they want to see if you are texting back fast. No, I don't think all. I don't think that's for all women. No, nah, it's, it's it's literally a subconscious thing. Because it's a percentage, but I feel mm-hmm. like some women do that because they got other shit going on. They talking to somebody else, but they texting you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that the shit. Women with the roster. I ain't no fucking nut. Like, fuck the women like, with the roster, you they got a texter too, you know. <laughs> I literally. Talk- People just don't get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pretty much. I've literally told She's fucking on crackers up, though. Fact. They good? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is your boy DJ Buggy. Do it for Hip Hop Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, DJ Buggy 215 on SoundCloud. Keep it hip-hop. I appreciate y'all coming. Brooklyn, BK, Philly. Let's get it. Peace. <laughs>